All right, and welcome back to another episode of the Cloud Cone Podcast. My name is Sean. My name is Sarah, and on this episode, we're going to dip our toes kind of in social media and a few topics on it, just to touch on upon them. And one of them, Sean's going to share with me, is this. <laughs> All right, so this thing has been going on for a while. Uh, this guy, McAfee. Mm-hmm. McAfee or McFee or McFee, McAfee, something like that. Do you know the security system that's on laptops and stuff like that? The McFee uh, oh, security. Oh yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The guy, this the guy who made that. Mm-hmm. He's all in the news. Hmm. Just a disclaimer: he's dead now. <laughs> oh gosh. He said that. Uh, I'm trying to. I don't want to butcher it for y'all, but basically, he said. That he was raided by a government agency, I guess our government, and they just raided his house. Huh. And they gave him like no explanation. Hmm. And he asked for an explanation and they said no. And then he was saying, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to send a computer to every secretary of every, like every, uh, the secretary of every high ranking official. Mm-hmm. And on it, it's going to have spyware on it so he can find out why he why they raided. got raided, why he ra- they raided him. Okay. I guess, you know, don't want to go to court because they'll just waste a bunch of money. So, yeah. Yeah. And so, but what he got, the, he didn't find anything. He didn't find anything, but he found what? He didn't find anything about his house getting raided. But what he found was a bunch of different stuff, like a talk about uh, how immigration is a big human trafficker mm-hmm. and how a bunch of just think about worse things that you know the government can be doing yeah a lot of bad things after that happened he was pursued right they got him for uh tax evasion they were looking for, they set out a warrant for his or arrest ter- domestic terrorism too because he did <laughs> you know, spy on his own country. Well, I mean, I don't think they knew about that until later. Oh, okay. But, uh, so supposedly tax evasion is what they got him for. So tax evasion, they put out the warrant. So he ended up leaving and he go, he went to, you know, countries that didn't extradite. Yeah. And he was like, the government's going to kill me if they get, if they catch me. Hmm. And, and he's dead. Yeah. He even had a tattoo that said, if I die, know that it's, I like uh, I'm not suicidal and I never will be. And if I die by suicide, you know who killed me. Dang. I so used to he say gets that. he gets caught in Spain. How about the government being like, if I die, it was my ex. <laughs> <laughs> no, so he gets caught in Spain, and he's gonna get extradited to the U.S. Mm-hmm. But before he does, he dies by suicide in the cell Mm. so they were saying he was saying that he had like three terabytes i think a three terabytes of data on a bunch of high-ranking officials basically like a spot like a whole ring of like you know bad things that were going on Mm -hmm. that he was going to release and he kind of gave a I guess he tweeted about it where he said that some of his information was in a building in Florida. And so people were trying to find that building or something? No. That oh. building, uh, half of it collapsed. 
Oh, is that what the the building that collapsed or whatever? Yeah, the building where twenty four died and one hundred and twenty one are still missing. Yeah, yeah, that's the same building. Dun dun dun. So people were saying it's just very it it's very weird. Okay, calm down, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, you know, this man said he wasn't commit suicide, but he commit suicide. The building that he had said. I kept up with all this information is now a lot of people died because of it. It mm. does like, even if it's our government or whatever, it just goes to show how much they're going to go. I mean, who else is going to do this? Cause I mean, it's just, it's very coincidental. It could be all coincidental, but the one building that this guy who recently talked about it. And only half the building fell and only half the building fell. But people were saying that it, they heard a lot of crack and just half the building was gone. Who knows? It could be because of poor building, but it's just very coincidental. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And the, you can look on interviews of the guy because they did take interviews and he talks about all this stuff. It's a big rabbit hole to go down. <laughs> so do it early in the day because you want some sleep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with like, you know, how Jeffrey Epstein... Oh, didn't kill himself. How there was a bunch of like, you know, in Hollywood where the pedophilia and all that stuff was going on. And there's just so much that we don't know. Right. And then it's all coincidental. And people who could bring it, who would be the whistleblower are dead. Yeah. So. Uh, me personally, I wouldn't put it past that. Like whenever the. I have to be careful what I say. When when something's released, like, okay, my theory, not that I have anything to back up, but the whole UFO thing, mm. like, oh, the government released it, whatever. And my mind question goes strictly to what are they trying to distract you from? Mm. Look at the birdie. Look at the birdie. I don't want you looking over where. Why are they, like, what's the point? Mm. After so many secrets and all this kind of stuff and all of a sudden like, well, let's, let's give them what they want. Yeah. Because we need to do this and we don't want anybody paying attention to this. As speaking of, or go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that was it. I was just like stuff like that. It was just like, oh, the government finally let, you know, give all this energy, all this, because that's going to be on the social media. That's going to be the energy and then the focus of the masses and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, okay, so what are you diverting from? Um, there's this other story you're speaking of UFOs right now and I know we're going off the cusp but uh all the conspiracies all the internet yeah uh Frankie get on it Frankie pull up that video bro <laughs> so speaking of UFOs in Zimbabwe mm -hmm. in 1994 almost a hundred kids witnessed UFO landing hmm they were left outside by themselves. I think it was like 64 children. Yeah. Somewhere kids. around there. It was a lot of kids. All the staff were inside. They were pretty much at, they were pretty much fine with them all being out there like, you know, by themselves. So they're all chilling in the faculty room, I think. And then like some kids come and they say, we just saw something like it was, you know, and they don't know what to say. They don't know what it was. And when the faculty go out there, all the kids are freaking out. Hmm. Like each and every one. 
and they all say that they saw alien or not even aliens. Just they saw something crazy. They saw something crazy. They were they were bringing up like uh, folklore, like folk tales around Zimbabwe to try and like explain it. Like there's this one folklore. It's like a troll, hmm. and they were saying that it was like that, but not that. <laughs> and faculty didn't know what was going on. They all interviewed these kids, and they have it on video, and they all have the same story. Yeah, which, you know, like, that's what police do. They separate the witness so they can get the story, and so they don't talk amongst themselves and whatever. And so when you separate them and they all have the same story, then you believe that that's actually what happened. Yeah. They didn't talk to each other. Right, there's no time for conspiracy and all that kind of stuff. They just recorded them as they interviewed them. And they pretty much just described that something was flying, something landed, two things came out, looked at them, and then stayed there for a little bit, went back in their craft, and took off. Hmm. And the people who, the kids, this happened in 1994. Oh, wow. Yeah. The kids who happened to be closest to the craft say that they could hear a voice in their head and that it was pretty much and they had images of like their world and stuff like that and they also heard like a voice in their head saying that it was like warnings pretty much saying your earth is headed down terrible path yeah your earth is gonna die because of pollution and stuff like that it was very interesting to say the least because they just said the people who were analyzing it say that it was it looks so real like like they couldn't have made this up right and the only i think the only kids that brought up the word aliens were kids who had like watched a lot of like tv and movies hmm. the other ones were bringing up those folklores because that's like that's the only thing they could think related of. to yeah i was like damn that's really interesting like how do you, you can't kids aren't well coordinated yeah I mean, they can have a really great imagination, but to be able to have a great imagination where all of them would say the same thing. Yeah. I would recommend looking into it. It was 1994, Zimbabwe, uh, children who saw a spacecraft. I think there's like a video on YouTube or something like that. And it's very interesting to say the least that even if it like, you know, if it's all hoax. Right. It's still pretty cool. Yeah. And then thinking Jesse's been wanting me to watch um, Encounters of the Fourth Kind. And recently, I'm like, no. <laughs> That's a good. All right. It was a pretty creepy movie. Yes. And then I'm like, so I'm not going to Alaska. It's <laughs> <laughs> very remote over there. So, you know, everything. Right. And whenever you get to remote, detached areas of the world, it's like, I'm always for there is something to it where we go into nature, we definitely feel something. And it's like definitely there has been studies done wherever yeah. we called earthing where you touch and whatever is like take off your shoes, touch the earth, be grounded and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So there's actually this girl that I follow on TikTok and she lives in the woods and she says that she hears all kinds of things and she even recorded it and it was like a scream, like a bunch of screams. Ugh. And she was like, I don't know what it is. She said that 
She hears knocks on her door. Oh my goodness. Feathers at her door are left. Uh, there's a crow that comes up in the morning and always like hangs around her. And people were saying in the comments, like the being friendly to the crow because the crow's trying to protect you. No. And then she said that, you know, her dog, sometimes whenever the knocking happens, she'll just get under the bed. Mm. And this dog is like a German Shepherd, like. Yeah, but you also see those other dogs that are like wusses. You're like, yeah, yes. I know. I'm not expecting like all dogs aren't guard dogs. Yeah, you know? but like, uh, it's crazy. And then she said that um, she heard she was laying down and she heard a whisper, like it was like help. Oh yeah. And then like she got up and she was like freaking out and stuff. And she lives like really in the middle of the woods in a cabin. And she doesn't have like, I guess she doesn't want to get the ring where it videotapes anything because you really don't want to see anything. (laughs) She's by herself and she just talks about like all the stuff that happens. We're supposed to be social creatures. We're supposed to be in a community and have people and stuff like that. You know, people talk about what it is and people say that you can't say the name of what is in the woods or whatever. It's a thing that mimics people and can shapeshift. Mm. And I was like, you know what? I ain't gonna mess with it. I ain't <laughs> gonna say the name. Uh, but it's very uh, popular and first thing Native of American Fight Club culture is not to talk about. Fight Club. Yeah, very popular in Native American culture, and they don't even talk about it. So you know, I trust them wholeheartedly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was very creepy. It was just what I needed to go to sleep. <laughs> But I went through her whole thing and I was like, yeah, that's very creepy. Because she was even sending the screams because she had a uh, a sleep app and it would record her as she was sleeping. Like, not her, like, it would record the sounds, right, to make sure to get her, like, breathing pattern. Yeah. And you could hear the screams in the background. And she sent it to a biologist and, like, a... Um, oh, like a zoologist, somebody who studies animals yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And they were like, we can't identify it. <laughs> they were like, we... We would we thought it was maybe like a bobcat or I think it was like a howling fish or something like that. And um, they were like, we have no idea. We were like, we think it's a mammal of some sort, but we don't know. Because people were like, oh, it could be an owl or something like that. And I was like, oh, it's kind of like. It kind of sounds like an animal, like it would be. Like a cat. Yeah. But then. At the very like the very end of it, you kind of hear like it, it just very like gr- like growls. It's very weird. Interesting, but we also in the, the they released like every year sixteen thousand different species are discovered every year in our earth. So no, they, I mean, I think something that can scream like that, we would know about it. <laughs> you would think that, but just like we know more about the surface of the moon than we know the depths of our ocean and all that kind of stuff. And we are like destroying and incriminating, you know, and creeping on less and le- you know, more and more of our earth. And there's less and less, you know, yeah. that has been able to hide and everything. Speaking uh-huh. of burning, I'm very mad every time somebody cuts down a tree. I understand it's ruining your foundation and stuff like that. It's not like Brazil's losing all its trees. You know, it's a good thing that trees don't give us air. I'm so angry. It's like the most hippie thing about me. Like every time somebody cut down their tree um, this week in our neighborhood and every single time I come like, 
that's free shade. You know how hot it is out here. And then like just trim it down. It gives us air. We need every tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, I donated to that thing where people were, uh, where that they were like planting 20 million trees or whatever. Yes. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to donate. I don't even care if it's whatever. I just need trees. <laughs> <laughs> but. I like it. It's just very, it's very interesting. There's a lot of things that were going on. And I was like, man, you can't catch me in a cabin in the woods. Cause I'd be freaking out. And be I mean, I like the idea, but I still want to be like close to civilization. Be like, get back <laughs> from whence you came. <laughs> Every once in a while, I have, even in my own home, I have to be like, say a little prayer. But I'm like, okay, Lord, uh, I denounce whatever's in here. And I don't like take more than my feet don't touch the ground more yeah. than three times from me to the to the trash and yeah. then I come right. <laughs> I just want to put out a warning there. Like if you hear something knocking at your door in the middle of the night, don't open it. And if you hear something knocking at your door and you don't see anything and it's still knocking whenever you're just looking through and there's <laughs> nothing there, do not open your door for the love of God. Like who does that? Like I really am. Like I thought it was just in movies, but then I see real people. I'm like. What are you doing, yeah, my man? I was like, watching first... like I, I was watching a few social media videos, <laughs> and the the knocking was happening at their door, and you it was a glass door, and you could not see anything there. There, I mean, it's the middle of the day. Jeez. And they opened the door, and I was like, "Why would you do that? <laughs> How are you okay what, with why this? Why is your first thought like I don't understand what's going on here? Better let them in." Where? <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was like, you leave that door closed and you don't talk about it. We see, I'm like, I guess nature said that let, let me test this intelligence of this human being. All right, let's take him out. They are not <laughs> contributing to the world anymore. And I was like, we got to do some natural selection. Everybody, everybody agree. <laughs> All the demons. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, yeah, I'm about that. <laughs> but I just, it's very interesting to me that people are just like, all willy-nilly about it and just take some take some safety measures here right like that whatever movie is where they were making fun of horror movies and like whoever says i'll be right back is never gonna be right back <laughs> yeah i'll be right back it's like all right man you have a good life <laughs> right <laughs> the rest of it <laughs> uh just gonna let you know before you leave uh i love you man and if you come back can you bring me a coke he's <laughs> like uh you can give me that five bucks right now because <laughs> totally I unrelated but I need that five bucks right now. <laughs> can I can I have your uh, TV and your entertainment center? Why do you uh, Why do you need? It? I'm just gonna go get you some paid coke. Off your car, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let me go ahead and get them keys right now. <laughs> uh, I just needed on recording that you want me to have your. <laughs> He's like, "What are you trying to say?" I'm like, you said the words. It's over for you, my man. You go into the attic. It's, it's midnight. It's already written in stone. Right? Ten Commandments edition. <laughs> <laughs> You're a goner. <laughs> but anyways, so on a lighter note, <laughs> I was uh, just briefly talking to Shamichael about something I had seen and heard and was listening to a lady on YouTube talking about how she, I guess is a millennial because she was talking about how she was seeing that kids 
were like we all had that awkward phase the tweens like right around nine to like 12 where we're kind of transitioning from being like a little kid to having to grow up and stuff and she's like she's like thank god social media wasn't around when i because i had like stupid glitter lip gloss and then i would just put on whatever makeup my mom wasn't using at the time and yeah. she was all like makeup does have an expiration date please follow those rules and stuff like that and she said she used to be made fun of and be called crayola because she would have these crazy colors for her eyeshadow and stuff and she's like but we damn that's a good that's a good <laughs> that's a good name like crayola that's great <laughs> i mean it's terrible but it's hey crayola what's up like, hey yo it's crayola <laughs> teachers would even start using that shit probably and then she's like but shout out because now crayola does actually have a makeup line <laughs> she's like i was ahead of my time i guess it's fine silver lining and everything <laughs> <laughs> but anyway she was saying but like we we were in a mess we thought the world was watching us we were under all the stress and then once we got through it like everybody kind of had this grace about it like oh we moved on we kind of matured like kind of like I would never want to do my middle school years ever again. High school kind of chilled out totally yeah. for me at least. And um, she was saying, but like, I feel for this generations after me because quite literally the world is watching you. And she was really upset that she's like people, kids came and be on social media. Like we had a taste of it. Like I was saying, like we had magazines, we had TV where put off this whole persona. Like this is what we need to uh, accomplish. Mm-hmm. But on social media, it's almost like squared or to the end factor or whatever because of being exposed to all that. Mm. And then you don't see real, like, I'm seeing now real people are like, you know, uh, let's celebrate real bodies. And then, like, something was an image of, you know, not a perfect body, a nice body, but it wasn't like perfect. We needed to like have real people. And then people are saying they like TikTok because it, is normal people doing normal things and there's a connection there. And so I hope that it's going that way. But I was saying I, I do, and as a parent, I don't want social media for my kids I, yeah. because they're too influential and, they're, and it's such a, a porous moment for them for that period of time. And I, even YouTube can be like get tricky and stuff like that and whatever. And I watched this video and I think it's called social media on Netflix and it was basically all the people that are behind social media from the birth of it to currently. And they all said the same thing. I don't allow them. And they asked them like, do you allow your kids on social media? And they're like, no, never. Yeah. I mean, it's a very necessary evil. If you're trying to get your business started or you're trying to, as far as get attention. Oh yeah. I'm not saying destroy it all. No. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. That since it's like that, Mm-hmm. necessary evil it has to be it's influential yeah there you can't get attention from if, if it's not influential yeah which is another part that sucks is because you know our youth is going to be controlled by social media because mm-hmm. it's a popular thing influential thing it's a thing topic. gone it's a like in high school or in middle school you were judged a lot of kids were judged on what they wore, how they acted, what they did, who they liked. It's social media. Yeah. 
And so then it doesn't just stop at home. Mm. It, it or I mean, it follows you home. But it's personal, right? Yeah. You can see the person who you're talking about. Like you can you can go face to face with them. But since you're behind the screen and social media, you can get nastier, meaner, and yeah, you can really just let it go and not worry about it. That's how that's how it is, and that's how a lot of people act with social media. We've become so desensitized to it, or at least as a bully or whatever. Like, I feel like when I was bullied in middle school, there was a time I was bullied by a couple kids, but I was at least big enough to actually go and like, I actually told my teacher about it or whatever, if mm. I was snitch, whatever you call it. But whatever the teacher did changed around 160 because those kids that were making fun of me, they got in trouble. But then we actually started talking about it and we actually became friends. Mm me and the bullies or whatever, because I realized why they were being bullies because they had a really hard time with school and education and stuff. And yeah. then I, and when I didn't judge them for that and I forgave them, became friends, and then I didn't have a bully ever again. But on the internet though, goodness gracious. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just, it's very influential. I mean, as far as back in the day, it wasn't that way. Back in the day, you did it mainly just to get friends or be connected with your friends. Mm -hmm. Now, you can just put your opinion on it and everybody's like, yeah, great opinion. Or oh, that's, that's horrible. You're stupid. You should go kill yourself. Yeah. I mean, like the whole kill yourself It's all black thing? and white on social media now. Yeah. It's hard to find gray. Yes. And that's the other thing that she brought up is that she's like, these kids now go on there and they have an opinion and then people judge for this 13-year-old, 14-year-old, 17-year-old that have yeah. not a well-rounded worldview an educated, well-experienced opinion. Like yeah. she's like, we had opinions when we were little kids and you can change them and you weren't, you know, uh, ostracized for having yeah. like an uneducated opinion back then or having a couple of mistakes. Like, that's why I say, be careful with, you know, social media and you can't put your opinion on there all willy nilly. That's what I'm saying is because you will be attacked if your opinion does not agree with the social norm or it does not uh, cater yeah. to a lot of people, yeah. right? Um, They're going to destroy you on yeah. that. They're going to be like, yo, this is terrible opinion. And some people will be like, that's terrible opinion. You know, you got time to change it or whatever. Or that's a or great opinion when it's like a really bad opinion. <laughs> yeah. And then just feed the influence of me like, oh, I don't need to challenge my opinion now or whatever or stuff like that. Kind of reminds me of somebody I follow. Um, his name is Badass Vegan. And uh, he says, like, just to prove that anybody will argue about anything, here's a rock <laughs> on the Instagram. Yeah. And then let's see people just argue about it. And it's, quite, like, it's not a rock, it's a boulder. Yes. <laughs> stuff but. like that. And be like, and that's and that's just proof that you can't take what people say with a grain of salt. But. Mm. I know that now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, and then I was just like, and so we were talking about that and I, me as a parent, like I can't, I grew up and I was, we didn't have cable. We didn't have TV and I was made fun of that. And I also didn't have like dating myself right now. It's like, I didn't have a pager when everybody had a pager and that was a cool thing to have. It's kind of like having a phone. And then when the phone came out, I didn't get a phone until I was a married person, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> and bought my own. And so, yes, I was made fun of that. The only times we ever watched TV, like we did have a, 
uh, way to watch movies and stuff like that. And that's what we did once a week. I am grateful for those things now because not growing up with TV, I had so much more time and creativity to do other things. Yeah. And social media is just a, it's a very, it's a compare, compare and contrast site or like, you know, a form of media. You will look at your life and compare it to somebody else's. I'm not saying social media can be used for good. Oh, but yeah, when it just comes like to anything. children who are very impressionable, mm-hmm. if you leave them on there long enough, they will end up not liking themselves. Yeah. Very li- like as much as there's good, you can say like you can't yeah. f- filter it's it. It's a double-edged sword. Yeah. That's how it is. And you, you can't like have training wheels to like the whole kids YouTube stuff. There's still stuff on there and I'm like, mm. yeah, well, that's just because, you know, people suck. <laughs> but it's, it's, I mean, you can't have the entire race of humanity mm-hmm. on something and not expect to be the very dark things and very good things. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't expect it to all be good. Yeah. So, but yeah, so that's one thing that I was just like, yeah, I feel sorry for the generations after me that they can't escape. Like, cause now you can go and look on social media and see a person change. Like even me, like if I scroll all the way back to my Instagram about, I started it several years ago. I'm not that same woman. Like I'm still some of her, but I, I did so much growing in like seven years that I can look back kind of like looking at a journal, but this journal is public. Mm. And I remember being in the military and luckily I didn't have social media back then. I think there was a way of being on there or something like that. And luckily you didn't because otherwise you wouldn't be able to get in the job that I had. Mm. And I can't even imagine what it'd be like now because you couldn't have, you had to be so clean to be able to be part of what I was. And I can't even imagine now, like, how they would they even do that? So. I mean, that's really all I have to say about that. I mean, social media is not a big thing as far as it's not, it's not needed. You know, you've seen everybody who goes and takes time off social media. Mm-hmm. And then they have like, you know, they're like, well, I was a lot happier. Yeah. But it's also known that, I mean, it's an addiction. Whenever you break that cycle off and you're not on social media anymore, you will feel you will feel withdrawals. Yeah, which is crazy because whenever you're on social media, it gives you dopamine, and then whenever you oh stop, yeah, there's a whole psyche around the flipping. Even that, like they said, it like that that whatever video on Netflix they talk about that like the whole scrolling up like this is a total thing of your psyche. That you're like doing something. I forget the details of it. It actually is a really good video to watch. I think it's pretty awesome. She's scrolling up, by the way. Oh, yeah. I am using the whole like when you scroll up and you're, I mean, think about it. Every single person, how you look at things, you're scrolling up, you Mm -hmm. know, and that's on purpose. Yeah. But, but anyway, <laughs> so thank you for not being on social media and listening to podcasts. <laughs> right. I mean, be on social media for us. But that's it. <laughs> there is good things like I have friends now. Like, I love that thing. It's like we were close. You have some friends on social media that it's like got your back or whatever. They were yeah. making something or and I do like thank goodness to the podcast and thank goodness for social media because now I have friends like. That I would have probably, I, I know I would never have met Yeah. if I didn't. I mean, when I meet, when I like people will message me on social media and stuff like that, I'm very hesitant. I'm very like, 
I don't know. It's because whenever, you know, making friends and stuff like that, it's always been a personal thing. Like, I meet you, we talk, things click, and then we, like, hang out and stuff like that. <laughs> right. But on social media, it's kind of like, all right, man, it's kind of weird to be, I would not see myself, like, messaging someone else and be like, yo, man, we should hang out or whatever. But that's just how it is nowadays. And I still haven't, like, you know, I still haven't, I guess, accepted it kind of it just seems strange to me still yeah and it's funny for me for somebody who never had social media until i was like a grown person where i had like myspace was my first thing but i was already in my 20s when that happened yeah and i didn't make any friends on there it was mainly just to seek out because i was in texas and i was missing my friends in california and i wonder what happened to him because like i said i didn't have a cell phone until i was grown and so i didn't know their numbers and they moved and went to college and all that kind of stuff but um no, the friends that I'm talking about on Instagram is like, I have a few that was because I was promoting something and then we had a like thing and they were liking my stuff and she was, and then there was one lady that was sharing like her food and whatever and stuff like that. Cause that's what I was pursuing. Mm-hmm. And so we became friends and now she's been pregnant and she has a kid and I've seen it grown. And so we contact that way. There's another lady who was actually, um, part of a podcast and she she shared her story on this podcast and I followed her because I was following the podcast and I like what she had to say and I liked her Instagram because they shared it on there and so I started following her and liking a lot of her stuff and then when I made my podcast who which she is a listener mm-hmm. she followed and she started following me and we just kind of liked and I love that and that we had a common subject yeah where it wasn't yes thank you for listening and i love that um she she sews her own clothes which are fabulous uh and oh i'll do a shout out to her just because that she is uh, she sews um at our at she sews instagram i believe and then she uh so why she's sewing she listens to us whatever to pass the time when she doesn't want to listen to music which i'm like oh and she shouts us out every once in a while but because of a podcast and because of social media, I now have a friend who I believe she's still in Chicago and she's about to get married and I get to see her, see some of her life and then see some of her influences and her thoughts and stuff. So yeah, stuff like that makes social media nice, but then also there's just the good and the bad with anything. Yeah. Too much of something is bad for you. <laughs> Too much oxygen is bad for you. Yeah. So, but that I just wanted to share that with you guys, what you think, like with social media, like I am definitely taking what, even though my, my, my kids might hate me now. <laughs> yeah. Just take precautions. So, I yeah. mean, but I mean, we're people who are listening are grown adults. So, I mean, you kind of know if you, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying like, uh, like if you were to have kids or if you do have kids, have you thought about that? Or have you, you what can we do with that? Because you want to protect that innocence and creativity and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. and I'm going to be that weird hippie family who doesn't, I, the closest I got to getting like a PlayStation or an Xbox was because of just dance during quarantine. Cause we just needed an outlet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyways, I, I guess unless you have something to say, we can wrap it up here. Not really. I mean, you have any funny stories? <laughs> or anything to do with social media, actually? Actually, on my social media, are you talking about tween phase? 
I took a picture where my hair is like all <gasps> freaking yes. crazy long and I was on the bus with my like headphones on. Oh my god. I think I've seen it. Yeah. And I was like, damn. And see, I'm gonna try to find my horrible picture <laughs> of when I was in sixth grade. I had the most horrible haircut. I was quote unquote overweight at that moment in time. I just looked like it was a horrible picture. I'm going to try and find it and put it on Instagram if I can. But that's the thing. I didn't have social media then. So it's nobody can dig it up unless your family, you know, <laughs> uh, everything was pretty much put on social media. If you weren't on social media, it was kind of weird. Yeah. Which my kids are going to be weird. <laughs> yeah. Cause I was weird. Like, Oh, did you? Cause the whole reason I never saw friends is cause that was on TV and we didn't have TV. Mm. You're like, Oh, did you watch that? No, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, they'll be fine. Right. But um, uh, funny story. I was actually sharing with my friend Kai a moment in my life where I had to laugh at myself. And it was a time that I was my then husband was overseas. I was home with no job. My family was states away. I wasn't going to school. It was like I was going crazy because I was just at home with this infant all day. And I would need an outlet. I didn't even have a church, which I was, obviously I was part of a family and it'd be so alone. And then I was in with my in-laws living with them, which I knew of them. I met them a couple of times and then I got married. And so I only had two weeks of actually spending time with them. And then now I moved with them and then I had nobody. So what I did was that I was like, I need an outlet. I need a ministry. I need something to do and have purpose. And what I did and what I ended up doing was... <laughs> which is also illegal to do. I saw people with um, smashed in mailboxes and I felt bad because I'm like stupid teenagers, you know, yeah. and like, and to see that every day when you get home, I just felt like that there has to be on some level just like, ugh, you know? And so what I did, it was, I went and bought mailboxes from Walmart and then I would leave the box with a note saying like, you know, this is just given to you. Just I feel bad that, you know, whatever. And I hope this mailbox blesses you with good news and whatever and blessings and abundance and stuff like that. And I wouldn't say who it was from and I would leave them there. And then, it, and then after they put it up, I would see them put them up. I'm like, Oh, they put it up, you know? And I would leave another note saying like, you know, I'm glad I hope you're doing well and kind of stuff. And like, you just know that some stranger is praying for you or whatever. Mm. And then like, who is watching us? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like who's the stranger? So basically do good things when you're bored. But that's also when I found out there, like it's a federal offense to put mail in there that if you're not a mail carrier mm. and then it's not a stamp or anything like that, that's actually illegal. So I had to stop. I was just funny to myself. I'm like, oh, I'm doing something totally illegal with total innocence and like whatever. Certain sorting through your mail and stuff like that. She's like, albatized it. <laughs> <laughs> Put it all neatly together and separate it. I think this is junk, you know. Yeah. Speaking of mail, uh, there was a snow, or I read this story like a while ago. There was a snow plow that kept hitting this guy's mailbox uh, and he kept getting pissed about it. And he like brought it up to the company and they were like, nothing we, we really do. can do about it. Yeah. And then so he was like, all right. And so the snow plow would come at the same time and would hit his mailbox and destroy it. And so he was like, all right. And then the snowplow was coming, hit the mailbox. It didn't move or budge. And the snowplow was destroyed. 
What? Yeah. And so they were like, what the hell? He had put a, he like put a rod in the, uh, in the ground and filled it up with like, um, cement or yeah, metal, with like cement, maybe industrial. Yeah. And so whenever the snowplow hit it, it was just like, it just didn't want to move. So the company contacted him and said that you had to pay for the damages and all that stuff. And he was like, like, nah, uh, the state gave him a permit that he could do that because he went to the state and he got a permit and they said, yeah, go ahead and make your mailbox out of concrete and do all that that you want to. So then they didn't, they, he, they couldn't get the money because he was like, I mean, I would just copy cut. Well, exactly. It says, sorry, but it's not our business or kind of whatever. And like copy paste, like scratch out right. their name and then put his name. And then send it and you're like, bitch. No. Fire, take that. Yeah. So, I was like, man, that's a good story. <laughs> Getting back at the man. <laughs> Vengeance in Spain. And on that note, <laughs> you can find us at, you know, the Cloud Coon Podcast at gmail.com. You can also see us on Instagram at Cloudcone Podcast. And tweet we us. We have a Twitter, but nobody's on that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're ragging on Twitter all the time. I'm going to post it. I'm going to post a tweet right now. Nobody's on this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and if you go there and you see it, you should like it. <laughs> Hashtag love Star Wars. <laughs> Hashtag nobody's on this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and what else? So yeah, thank you very much for letting us talk about crazy stories, social media, politics, conspiracy theories, UFO. Where else can you find it all in one episode? I know they're gonna be like, they're really just like letting me fly here. <laughs> Look, that's just that's the wonder and beauty. Of, of social media. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> social media. Ain't nobody give a damn about that. As I'm on social media right now. <laughs> and. And. If you want to hear anything that you would like to be. You if know, you have a question for us or want to ask the great, you know, span of podcasts. Yeah. Anything that you want us to talk about. Let us know. Yeah. Or don't. And we'll come up with something. <laughs> a couple of clowns that I, we got to get this man some food. All right. He's wilding out here. So my name is Sarah. And my name is Sean. And this is Cloud Cone signing out.